0: Y'all ready for this? We're back. Part two. You wouldn't see it. My name's Jamal, and I'm
1: joined half kilometers by Ashley Henderson. How are you doing? Considering this is an audio podcast, yeah, you literally wouldn't see it. Uh, you would not see it.
0: I'm gonna post. You might hear it. Just to. Mate, I'm going to start posting this somewhere.
1: Just anywhere. Me with my
0: scarf on, you in your priest uniform. Yeah, the fucking lights on, the fucking back bar. Re-
1: replete with weird mood lighting before behind you.
0: Oh. And the uh, Melbourne tram uh, map.
1: I've become an aficionado on the trams. Oh, yeah. What are you- Catching my tram down St Kilda Road. Ah, oh, so you'd catch any one of the, hold on,
0: the three, yes, the yes. five, the six, yes, yes. 16, before
1: yes. us yes. is seven. Yes. That is correct. Yesterday, there was a drama at Swanson Street and Flinders Street tram stop because there was lots of people and no trams and it was pissing rain. Ooh. Because there was a tram stuck at Burke and Swanson Street. So no trams came. There you go. Actually, can you catch a 72. Are you that far up? You can. 72. 72 works. Just not the one. The one is about the only one that goes (laughs) through in the morning that doesn't go past my work.
0: Yeah. No, it's funny because I would go to get home from like a night out or like work in the city. And the only one that had come past at like 3 a.m. would be the one. And I'm like, okay, so the one that doesn't get me home. Literally the only one. I catch any other one. Ah, well. You do hate to see it. All right. Well, considering you have to get up soon. <laughs> go there. To... Why would you go there? Mate, it's just funny to think about. The fact that I'm just like, you know, seasonally employed and you've got a full-time job and we're just like, hey,
1: podcast? Yeah, Wednesday whiskey.
0: Wednesday whiskey. All right. We're jumping into a list, folks. Might not be over yet.
1: Five seconds to
0: I reckon I watch that about once a month. Those highlights it takes me back to the good old days.
1: Yeah, I mean, I watch the Stewie Jew highlights every night before I go to bed. I mean, don't we all? I don't I don't just mean that third quarter of the grand final. I mean his career highlights. This is seventy six minutes, <laughs> mate. I R- remember- rumor, rumor has it that the Gold Coast players have to watch it every week before the game.
0: <laughs> they don't have. To, I think we've been over this before, but they don't have to watch film of the team they're about to play or film that they played last week. It's Stewieju's career highlights.
1: Yeah. Whichever they get into the pre-game meeting before the game and whichever side they're playing, Stewie's just cut up a collection of his highlights <laughs> against that team. But yeah. like, yeah, boys, yeah. this is what I've done against <laughs> Essen in my career. See if you can beat him. All right. Um, the list this week
0: um, is on the back of one Jared Hayne being sent to the federal yeah Um, so we're going with the list of the top five wildest sports stars who've gone to jail and just just a bit of story so at five um, well documented had a documentary about it Aaron Hernandez um, shot his teammate's brother Um, happens it it really does happen and then you know went to jail and then uh, killed himself (laughs) <laughs> Which is just grim. I'm really bringing the podcast down. Before we get back up, oh. um, number two, everyone's well worth. Number, number two, up uh, number four. Sorry, uh, the man with half a leg, no leg to stand on. Oscar. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Pissorius. Um, self-defense killed his wife while she was in the bathroom.
1: Ah, uh, thought it was an intruder,
0: yeah. No, he's just a uh, yeah, and there no legs to stand on. A, a time, just t- 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 hopping <laughs> man Number three, uh, number three, old school. You remember Tonya Hardy?
1: I, Tonya. Tonya, I actually don't. I've just seen the ads for that movie. She was an ice skater, wasn't she?
0: Yeah, no, it was a decent film, actually. Um, Margot Robbie Margot uh, Robbie I don't remember, but Margot Robbie's all that matters. Um, Tony Harding, me captor competitor
1: um, uh, for like, like the dictator.
0: <laughs> yeah, like me to Brian Myers last week. Um, so there's that one. Number four uh, number one uh, two, two. Um, are you aware of a gentleman by the name of Adam Johnson? He's a football player? And by football, I mean soccer. No, sir. Um, So he was convicted of child grooming um, as he attempted to engage in sexual activities with a 15-year-old as a 27-year-old while his wife was pregnant.
1: Good to see we're keeping the podcast light this week.
0: Light? Oh, mate, you wait till this next one. Number one is an absolute fucking doozy.
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay. So from child grooming, we move on to... (laughs)
0: okay there's a full story behind this one i read it and my jaw was on the floor um hiroshi ogawa um, japanese very japanese never made it to the american majors but he was the star in japanese baseball playing for the chiba lot marines um in the 90s um unfortunately after he left he ran into severe money issues and had tons of debt And even more, unfortunately, for Mr. Ogawa, he chose robbery and murder at his financial solution. So the story goes, um, in 2004, after he'd finished his playing days, he worked at a waste disposal company. um, And he asked very, very Soprano-esque. He asked a 67-year-old who was uh, the chairman (laughs) of the company to lend him money. She said, no, he shoved her down the stairs. Um, and instead of calling the ambulance, he robbed the place of 2 million yen through the unconscious body that he pushed down the stairs into his car, into a nearby pond where she drowned. Um, and he went to prison for life. So.
1: Wait, when you said we need to take this podcast more serious and try and monetize it, I didn't think we were becoming a true crime podcast. A true
0: crime podcast.
1: Well, what, we have to call out, We have to call ourselves the Last Call for Justice now. Welcome
0: to uh, How to Get Away with Murder, the spinoff. Um, yeah, so that was the top five wildest stories of sports stars going to jail. <laughs>
1: I'm a lawyer, and that even shocked me.
0: Oh, when I read it, I was just like, oh, he pushed it down the stairs. That's that's grim. That's old murder. Stole $2 million. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Took her in the car, threw her in a pond.
1: Sheesh. That's rough.
0: All right. <laughs> Where do we go? Mate, Thank you for listening to <laughs> In your firm, mate, every day, working on the streets.
1: Working nine to five, and it's hard to make a living. All right, what
0: are we up to? A multi? Uh, is that is that the wave? Uh,
1: oh, it's multi time. All right, it is multi time. it! I see it. I see it.
0: You, I'm. I do not believe it. Do Do we remember what happened with the last multi that we did?
1: It didn't get up. I will quickly check because there is also an existing multi from a podcast in about February that oh, yeah. has not yet died. We need Steph Gilmore to win the World Surfing Championship. She's third. she's third, Karen, I think. Oh, yeah. um, and if she does, the that multi is paying $13.40
0: love to see. Um,
1: obviously our 2021 multi is still alive. Penrith haven't lost a game, Geelong are coming. The Lakers LeBron could return, I guess.
0: Stay tuned for the last call. I have a lot to say about the Lakers.
1: And then Rafa to win the French Open. That's paying a dollar sorry, not a $1. dollar 78, $178. I'll
0: say Rafa to win the French Open is like me to wake up in the morning.
1: Estimated return $900. We'll all See be going to view, view Le Monde, view De Monde. View De Monde. See you there. With the caviar. Um, in <laughs> in regards to the last multi, um, we were on La Havre. No, sorry. We were on Toulouse to beat La Havre. And it got refunded. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Maybe uh-huh. it didn't happen.
0: I'm going to look that up real quick because
1: that is uh, um, French second division. That's my forte. We were on the Raiders to beat the rabbit. that they did not. Oh. That was a big rabbit. No, hey, hey, oh. um, we were on the bulldogs to beat Richmond by more than 10 and a half points, which evidently did not happen. And then in the mixed martial arts, we were on Sean Strickland to beat Christophe Jotko. And that did happen.
0: Alright, so Toulouse did beat Love 1-0. I don't know why it got refunded.
1: So why did we get refunded?
0: The, oh, the game oh. was on the 5th of May. It happened last week.
1: No, different game. Yeah.
0: Well, the last one was in December of 2020, so...
1: Well, maybe a different comp. Maybe it was Div 3.
0: Oh, no, I reckon... no, no, no it's I reckon it's the same team. I reckon it got postponed.
1: Uh, That's probably what it was, but then why would
0: it get refunded? It could just wait. Well, but they probably didn't know when they get postponed to. and it's what Ned's. What are we on Ladbrokes? Ladbrokes. I don't think they're particularly concerned about uh, second division French football. So, see,
1: so yes, uh, but
0: oh, we are. We're very, we're very about you know <laughs> the lower leagues of the world, like the German Bundesliga handball.
1: The Sub-Saharan Water Polo Cup.
0: Yes. Very much so. All right, this week's multi. Go
1: on. All right, we start with something close to your heart. The Hawthorne Football Club. As half of this podcast, how much faith do you have in putting our podcast monies in Hawthorne?
0: To beat North?
1: To beat North by more than 15 and a half points.
0: Oh, no, I, really, I can't do that. I, I genuinely can't do that.
1: Bad news, buddy boy. It's done. It's locked in. Eddie's locked it in. Is,
0: that, is the line 15 and a half?
1: 15 and a half is the line. We're taking $1.90 for Hawthorne to clear the line. Uh,
0: makes me nervous.
1: We moves from something very speculative to something that we've both got a lot of interest and knowledge in. The Irish hurling league. Mm. The NHL, which is the National Hurling League, Division 1A. Sorry, what is hurling? That's where they throw the stones on the ice and then use the brooms to stop it like lawn bowls. You mean curling. Oh no, sorry, that's curling. What is hurling? I have no idea. I just Irish it's a good point. That's clearly.
0: Is it like lacrosse? What am I looking at?
1: Hurling. It's the lacrosse. Hurling. Intercounty hurling. Hurling.
0: It's, it's lacrosse.
1: Huh. There you go. Ah. All right. Well, we're on the Irish National Lacrosse League. Sorry, I thought we had ice in Ireland. I was excited. <laughs> Got to go um, for it, that. It, in any event, we're on Tipperary to beat Cork and they're paying $1.83.
0: Oh, every day of the week, mate.
1: Leg three, we go to one of my passions <laughs> and one of my favourite athletes in world sport. If only because when he walks out, people sing to the tune of Seven Asian Army. Whoa, Michael Van Gogh. We're going to the Premier League of Darts. Ah, Michael Van Gerwen to beat Nathan Aspinall. He's the bald-headed warrior. He's, <laughs> he is a hey, common cool. appearance in the multi, and he's not in great form, but we're sticking fat because he's paying eighty, and he's going to get the job done. Yeah, so... And for leg four, of course, we have to chase a bit of value. I considered the Sub-Saharan Water Polo League, but there's no games this week due to flooding. I considered the Bolivian Women's Second Division Handball League. That was a coup. (laughs) (laughs) No, there was no coup. Idiot, <laughs> there was a the the CIA ball. backed coup in Bolivia. They had someone sold the ball for cocaine, <laughs> so we've had to come closer to home and go to the National Rugby League. And we are sticking with a podcast favorite in the Penrith Panthers, Gussie Gould's team. Ah, yes, the, Again, fledgling, the fledgling Gold Coast Titans. But in order to chase a bit of value, we've got to bank on Penrith not being that great. Mm. In the words of Gus, being on top, but not putting it on the scoreboard. We need Penrith to win by between one and 12 points. And Lad Berksley was $3.90 for that.
0: Jeez, how bad are the fucking Titans?
1: Yep. So all up, the Maltese paying $24.40. Gamble oh. responsibly. Take out a third mortgage, but gamble responsibly.
0: <laughs> That's don't, bet
1: your first, don't bet your first child, but if you've got more than one, you could probably throw a couple of the other ones.
0: That's basically all gambling ads are. It's just like, spend your money, but do it responsibly. It's like, oh, the dirt's off my back. You know,
1: yeah, he's 30 no. seconds. He's 30 seconds of advertising to show you why we want your money because our financial stability mm-hmm. and viability depends on you not being able to control yourself. I'll say, um,
0: our entire um, model of a company relies on you to not gamble responsibly. So yeah. All right. Well, that was the multi take out your third, take out your fourth mortgage, sell your kids, sell your organs, $24. That is an absolute bargain.
1: I love how smoothly that rolled <laughs> off the tongue. <laughs> sell your kids.
0: Sorry, kids. Take out your mortgage. (laughs) Reminds me of a Frank Walker ad. Um, Are we doing a bit of who am I? We got a lot of who am I.
1: Who? Who am I?
0: Who am I indeed? All right. Do you want to do yours first and then I'll do my rapid fire ones after? Or do you want me to start? It's up to you. You're the host. I mean, we are actively co host no. i was gonna say, are you, are you say or am i am i the host and you're just the hard-hitting analyst is that the way this goes
1: i'm the third banana now you need Robo. a second banana my jared i'm robbo
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right i will uh, i'll go first Mate, i think we're just to both avoid this conversation yeah we're both robbo because we're both drunk Wait, okay.
0: we're actively always on the piers All right,
1: you go first. All right. Minor easy. For five for five points. Mm. I was drafted at pick number fifteen in the two thousand and eleven national draft from the Calder Cannons.
0: (sighs) No fucking idea. (laughs) Me being like Doesn't matter if I picked that, how impressed would you be? Very. Yeah. I don't know. What are we nine years in the league? No, no idea. (laughs)
1: Wearing number four, I am a dynamic midfielder slash halfback that's kicked 66 career goals. Um, Fuck,
0: if you gave me about six minutes, I reckon I could go through every team and try and name
1: the number four. Yeah, no, sorry, mate. We've got to get to the news. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um
0: Dynamic number four. How many goals? Sixty-six. Ten years off the half back line. Oh, a midfielder, actually. Um, uh, well, it's definitely not Bont. Uh, definitely um Jarmin Impy. No, not Jarman Impy.
1: It is not the gym. Yeah. I was just like, he's He's not from Cole or <clears throat> Not a local. I'm interested to, to see how you go with this next clue. Mm. I am I'm one of only two Premiership players on my club's list. Ooh. When you say draft of 2011, think it through. Yep. I'm interested to hear the thought process. Okay, because I like this clue. This is a very good clue. Right. So
0: it's not Sydney. It's not Hawthorne. It's not the Bulldogs. Definitely not Richmond. When you say draft of 2011, yes. So it's probably Collingwood. No, because it could be, like, anyone from fucking... Who's a number four for Geelong? Half of me was just, like, Tom Stewart, but a Tom Stewart... He wears 44, doesn't he? Tom Stewart wears 44.
1: I believe Sean Higgins is number four for Geelong.
0: Was it... He wasn't on... Was he on the... Um... Western Bulldogs team. They won the flag. Well, it's not Sean Higgins. Is it Sean Higgins? (laughs) No, you wouldn't give me the answer like that.
1: Um, Sean Higgins was at North in twenty sixteen, I think. So he started at the Bulldogs. Then went. He didn't start at the Bulldogs. They went to North. They went to. It's
0: the flag. Yeah, good. Good on him. Um, nah, next one. That's a really good clue, though. If I had about 10 minutes, I reckon I could break that down.
1: Mate, you've got 10 minutes.
0: No, but then it's just me sitting in silence, being like, nah, it's not this guy. That's true. it will okay. be this
1: guy. Um, all right, two points. I played my 200th game last weekend, a oh. career that has included two premierships.
0: Two premierships. Mm. Wow, just imagine if I pay attention to football last week. As in this weekend just gone, like four days ago.
1: Yes, he has played 200 games as of today.
0: <sighs> Good God. Um, And he's played in two flags. Probably with the same team. Unless it's a Bulldogs player, but I doubt it. What number does Matt Suckling wear? Or is it, is it Taylor he Dure? Plays for the,
1: it, they both play for the Bulldogs and Bontempelli's is number four for the Bulldogs, I think. Okay, that makes
0: sense. I was like, Taylor Dure? No, he definitely plays for the um, dogs as well.
1: Suckling's retired.
0: I definitely meant Dure. Um, but you're right. He does wear number four. Um, St killed. I haven't won a flag in fucking ages. Four for Collingwood. Brody Grundy. He doesn't want a flag. Um, nah, next one.
1: This is good. One point. I left Richmond for the Gold Coast after the 2019 season. Um, Brandon Ellis. It is Brandon Ellis.
0: God damn. That is a really good clue. Fuck, that was a good one.
1: Can you name the other premiership player on the Gold Coast list?
0: Jack Higgins? No, he plays for... Plays for St. Kilda. Oleg Markov.
1: Plays for Bulgaria.
0: Does he not play for Gold
1: Coast nowadays? Who is Oleg Markov? Hold on. Oh, he does play for the Gold Coast. And he's right did, he did he play in a premiership? He didn't play in a premiership. Ooh. He was definitely on the team. Played in the VFL premiership.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, on the Gold Coast. Um, he's, he's played at
1: three, four clubs now, I think. I reckon this is his fourth club.
0: Obviously not in different states because that's the Tommy Hickey. Um the special Tommy Hickey special. Um four clubs playing a flag. Um no idea.
1: Jacob Townsend.
0: Oh, he was part of that Richmond flag, wasn't
1: he? I did the first Richmond flag and then went to Essendon.
0: Jacob Townsend Jeez, he's a fucking journeyman, I'll tell you what.
1: But yeah, like I thought the Brandon Ellis (laughs) clue was going to be I'm the only premiership player on my list, which I thought was a great clue.
0: That is a elder of a
1: (laughs) a who am I I had to go through the whole list I was like,
0: oh. no but to be fair if you told me Brandon Ellis was the only premiership winning player I'd believe you because I would not think of Jacob Townsend
1: yeah but I didn't want complaints from the listener
0: oh just the one um all right you ready for some rapid fire who am I
1: maybe our yeah, one I'll listener listen- is Jacob Townsend's mum <laughs> or Jacob Townsend
0: who lives in Mexico
1: he likes to travel, all right? COVID's been hard. Oh, you're telling me.
0: I just came back from the Gold Coast.
1: Poor thing. I travel from Ballarat to Melbourne every day.
0: Yeah. You're one of the like... Like a yo-yo down yoyo. the yeah. Western
1: freeway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. You ready for three rapid-fire? Who am I? I am ready. Who? Oh! I debuted in 1982. I played 248 games at two teams and became... One of the most dominant and prolific goal scorers of all time. Paul Sammott. Nope. Going at four over four goals a game. Tony Lockett. No. At a total of 1031, I am
1: considered the greatest
0: player to ever not win a grand final. Oh, Ablett. Gary Ablett Senior. Name the second team he played on.
1: Sydney?
0: He played six games at Hawthorne.
1: At Hawthorne? Yeah. Before or after he's... Before.
0: He played his first six senior games at Hawthorne and he kicked 10 goals. And then he was like, no, I'm going back home to Druin. To Geelong. Yeah, wherever Druin is. He was like... He spent a year out of the league and then went back to Geelong and became one of the best players of all time. I see all right number two of who who i debuted in 1977 for carlton and played in three <laughs> <players> <laughs> as a hard-nosed defender Silvani? no i am known for my heroics in the 1979 grand final bruce dole oof on the right track where i dive to save the ball from going out of bounds who
1: was it? Oh, Wayne Harms. Correct. Wayne Harms. So I was just taking my mind back to those Toyota ads. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were
0: absolutely fantastic. Oh, they were... That's a fucking throwback. I'm going to watch those later. All right.
1: The, the Lee Matthews one is the best where he breaks the post. Yeah, it
0: breaks the goalpost? Oh, iconic.
1: No oh, right. the, the plugger, the plugger <laughs> one they put the pig in?
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Where did they get the... um? The fucking ropes on to take the mark. Ah, oh, Jessalenko. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right. Last who am my rapid Ooh! fire. I debuted in 2002 for the West Coast Eagles. Christian.
1: Was he 2002? I thought it was two... Oh, no, he was 2002. 2001 draft, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, he was. One of the best drafts of all time. But not... But only yeah, had a short... Cox. Four-year career due to off-field issues and weight problems. Daniel Chick? No, I played in the 2005 grand final loss, but am most known for taking one of the greatest
1: marks of all time. (laughs) Sam I saw that on um, Sunday, I think, on the Sunday footy show. Is that the greatest mark of all time? No.
0: What's the Gary
1: Moore, The Gary Moorcroft mark is the greatest one of all time. He is standing on the guy's shoulders at full stretch.
0: And to be fair, uh, when I think standing on his shoulders at full
1: stretch, I think uh, Andrew Walker over. Yeah, yeah, Jake Carlisle. Yeah. He's a great mark. But Walker marked it in front of his eyes. Moorcroft marked it a meter above his head. Yeah, that uh, was a good grab. But. Yeah. And what that clip should be most famous for is being the only known sighting of Scott, Scott Lucas the kicking the ball on his right foot. Hey,
0: mate, that's why it went 45 metres in the air. a ballooned <laughs> off his right
1: foot. Correct. I didn't even know he knew where his right foot was.
0: Hey, his two left feet. We all know this. <laughs> it's uh, the Loch Ness a Sasquatch and Scotty Lucas's right foot.
1: But I miss Scott Lucas so much. You'll meet bucks. Do you remember in she- Sheedy and Hurd's last game it was over in Perth against West Coast, and Lucas kicked seven goals in the last quarter. Yeah,
0: I I remember watching those highlights not too long ago,
1: and we lost.
0: Yeah, how? You you guys? No, he pulls you in front, and then yeah, you lost the right. game, and then we lost. Ah, well. All right. <laughs> Have you got anything before we knock on to a last call?
1: I don't think so. I'm just trying to quietly die so Dan doesn't rock up my house, maybe take a COVID test and stay home from work. And...
0: Hey, we are absolutely flying through. our work. reckon this last segment has gone for about
1: half an hour. We're killing it. it- Famous last words. The last call could go for 45 minutes.
0: That's true. I do it. It's been a long two weeks. Um, did you want to start? Do you want me to start?
1: I'll start. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Stuart McGill. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. Tell the story. <laughs> there is no story that can ever be as good as the headline that i sent to you (laughs) as i said there's really nothing that we can say that would add to stuart mcgill getting kidnapped at gunpoint in sydney by his wife's brother after he and his wife had just finished a shift at the local greek restaurant one of the most
0: bizarre things I've ever seen in my life. I
1: I was on the train when I first saw that story early in the morning, whatever day it was, last Wednesday maybe. Mm. And I thought that's obscure. He must have been over in India. I hope he's okay. Then details come out. No, no, he was in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, he's fine. This was weeks ago. It just took weeks for it to come out. He didn't tell anybody. Yeah, it's up the road. Oh yeah, no, he was just working at the Greek restaurant. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. They, oh it was actually his wife's brother oh his wife's actually separating from him because of this oh yeah he was held for an hour and then just left oh yeah they asked for a hundred grand <laughs> nobody wanted to give it to him so they said fine but, like just every detail that came out made it more and more bizarre
0: is it, it, the further you got you were just like what the fuck is going on what exactly am I reading
1: it, you know what it read like? It read like a, a TV show that wrote a really, really good twist. Yeah. A famous Australian cricketer gets kidnapped. And that was the end of the season. And then there was just all this intrigue. It's like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So then for the next season, they tried to expand on it and every development just got weirder and weirder and less plausible. <laughs> and people are just sitting there watching. I thought... Know, Okay, this was all right to start with, but what the fuck are you talking about? The idea was good. The execution? eh, Not for me. Oh, and now (laughs) I've just Googled this. I've Googled Stuart McGill. And do you know the first headline that shows up from two days ago? Uh, Forever in Warnie's shadow. (laughs) Undercover police operative helped nab Stuart McGill's alleged kidnappers.
0: Right, so the saga continues is what I'm hearing.
1: So as As soon as they heard, the police heard that Stuart McGill had been kidnapped. He's safe. Everybody's safe. It's fine. Their first instinct a couple of days later, you know what? This could be real big business. We need to send somebody Undercover.
0: Undercover. To capture... (laughs) That's so funny. Sorry. Sorry, Stewie. I know you've been through some hard times recently, but good God. Like like You're not
1: Carl Williams or Tony Mockbell. You don't need people going undercover. Wasn't it the brother? Didn't they already know it was the brother? It was the wife's brother, yeah, but they had to infiltrate the gang because there was four of them.
0: (sighs) Yeah, right. Sure. And this is what our taxpayer money is paying for, Listener. A cab, there I said
1: it. Oh god! But we we digress to Jamal's first point. That will be nowhere near as exciting right. as former Australian Test cricketer gets kidnapped in Sydney at gunpoint. But it is pristine. it is a very distant second, but it does relate to the multi. Um, unless it's a Horn Camp update, it is
0: not a Horn Camp update. Um, the Dutch second division is uh, very low on my radar at the moment. Um, this does relate to our year long multi and you alluded to it earlier with the Lakers Um, the Lakers have dropped from second to seventh after LeBron and Anthony Davis uh, got injured and have you heard about the playoff tournament in the NBA have
1: I heard about the playoff No.
0: Um, so basically this year for some reason they introduced a playoff tournament so usually um, if you make basically the top eight you get in But let's use AFL for an example. If you finish from seven to ten, they go into a playoff. So seven and eight play to finish seventh, and then the loser of eighth plays the winner of uh, ninth and tenth to get in. Yep,
1: yep, yep. yep, So basically, pretty standard. If the the
0: season finished now, the defending champions, Los Angeles Lakers, with my greatest player of all time, LeBron James, uh, and a top eight player in the league, Anthony Davis. Would be playing off to make the playoffs, so it is not looking good for them.
1: Honestly, though, and this might be a naive comment because I haven't, I don't follow the mm. but That's probably not a bad thing, is it? If they're so out of match practice and like not playing, haven't been playing because yeah, it's a couple of extra games. But like, if LeBron and Mister Davis are back, mm. which they presumably really will be by playoff time, Davis is they bad. might be. Might be a little bit underdone, and like if they're if those two players obviously LeBron is, but if LeBron and Davis are such a big difference that they should comfortably beat whoever they're playing in a playoff Mm. with them, it's probably not a horribly bad thing to have those games to play LeBron and that back into a bit of form, is it? Yeah, no, no, I
0: agree. I think it's like Davis is back and it looks good, LeBron will be back soon, and honestly, um. If LeBron's on your team, you'll probably make the finals. Yeah,
1: obviously uh, it's a precar- precarious position to yeah. be in, and not ideal, but I don't think that's too drastic. If like, as long as it's not the situation where you finish seventh, you have to play first to get yeah, through. Like, well, if, you, if you're playing somebody that's eight, that assumedly isn't also a top two seed with their best or the best player ever right. out, like. LeBron comes back in, you beat them pretty comfortably, don't you? You roll on, you just get a bit of fitness. Problem. Probably, but then they have to play
0: the second seed
1: because it's uh 2v7. So, but like, yeah, if, well, that is an issue, but
0: a, a general rule of thumb for the past 15 years of basketball if LeBron's on your team, you're probably making the finals. That's usually how that works.
1: And the the best way to look at that, like having to play the second seed early, is like. Your objective is not to make it as far as possible. Your objective is to win it. it? Yeah. So to win it, you got to beat everybody anyway. Like not Not everybody, everybody, obviously. Oh, pretty much everyone. Um, Like you have to go through. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, that is like it's like people in tennis tournaments saying, "Oh, it's so unfair because he drew the number one one one. seed in the quarterfinals instead of the final. He's got a hard run." Like, sure, yeah, he might not go as deep if he's not as good, but he's got the same prospects of winning.
0: So you'd probably have to beat them anyway.
1: Yeah, you got you, you
0: can only play who's in front of you.
1: So, like, if your aspirations are for a top four or a top two finish, then yes, it's an unlucky draw. But if your aspirations are to win, are oh, you gonna have to beat them anyway? Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. no,
0: 100%. All right, your next call.
1: Um, all right, well, the IPL.
0: Still going? What a
1: what I a clusterfuck. No, no, it's been canceled.
0: I was like, I was like, we haven't been on in a while. Have we talked about the cancel? No, we haven't.
1: Wait, wait is the IPL still going? India's barely still going.
0: Oh, oh, hold on. I'm gonna digress really quick before you get into your point. So you know how my dad's in China, right?
1: I did know this, yes.
0: Um, shout, so out, by, yeah, shout out shout out to my man's, um, Taufik. Um, my grandmother sent a um like an article in the group chat basically saying that news reports out of china that three people have gone to basically where my dad lives who have the new indian strain of the coronavirus that is more deadly um and yeah basically <laughs> less symptoms more deadly more uh, viral and sent that in our group chat and i was like cool
1: does she yeah, know that, that know. the the Melbourne guy that's got it also just came back from India? Yeah. Um, Though of no, course it, they are all it, saying he didn't pick it up in India; he picked it up in South yeah. Australia because that yeah, makes it, more sense.
0: It it yeah. really does. Nah, fucking. Um,
1: literally, we've had
0: one case of not hotel quarantine of like community transmission, and I'm sure Dan's gonna lock the state down in about two hours. So. Yeah.
1: No, it wasn't community transmission.
0: No, not community, but like outside of
1: hotel quarantine. No, it wasn't outside of hotel. It was outside of our hotels. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he got it in he still got it in hotel quarantine.
0: Uh, I'm sick of it.
1: I, I, I also read that headline that it's like, oh yeah, it's not hotel quarantine, so it's community transmission. But then I'm like, no, it's not. That's not how that you works. Got it in hotel quarantine, You can't go zero. F- to get
0: you can't get to one from zero anyway IPL go on
1: um I mean I, I don't have that much to say because I wasn't following it horribly closely but yeah interesting situation how they toughed it out for well, from an Australian perspective toughed it out just too long to be able to come home
0: mm. so what are they doing now what are what have uh
1: so all the, or the majority, not Mike Hussey because Hussey's got it, but the ones that are tested negative have escaped to the maldives Hussey? As in Mr. Cricket? Yeah, Mike, Mike Hussey, Mr. Cricket has it. Um, But the, the ones that don't have it, happened. I think he was over there as a commentator. Well, he right. might have been a coach. Well, one of the two. He was in the bubble, but he's Great got it. Job. Um, So, yeah, the rest of them have escaped yeah. to the maldives and will come home as soon as they're allowed to, I think, which would be about May... 23, is it? Yeah, sure. May, no, May 15, which is three days. Hey So they'll be home soon. I mean, they're fine. I just find it funny that they, like so much of a big deal was made of Zampa and Richardson coming home um, when the situation started to worsen and a, a bunch of them stayed over and said, no, we're going to tough it out. We're gonna, yeah. <laughs> and then almost instantly after the borders shut the IPL just went. No, we can't do it anymore. Canceled. <laughs> Couldn't they just keep
0: everyone in the bubble um, and just toughen I mean, The bubble on? got
1: the bubble got penetrated. That's what I messaged you. Remember when this first happened before they had canceled it? I said the hypeouters. Oh, they did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes! <laughs> and there were rumors that Pat Cummins was one of the ones I'm that tested positive, but that wasn't true. It was Pat. He was his teammates. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, I mean. So what now? Now what happens to the competition? I think it's cancelled. Yeah, but like, is there any outcome, or is it just like vo- uh, voided, null? No, they they tried to get Duckworth and Lewis in
1: <laughs> pointed out.
0: <laughs> they uh, Duckworth and Lewis
1: are very much six feet under. Um, no, I assume it's just cancelled. Like it wasn't far enough in to declare any winner or yep. anything. Nah,
0: fair enough and it is just a league where they just pay aggressive amounts of money to carl jameson so
1: yeah i mean that is the tragic thing for lots of those players because like the ipl payments are very clear that they're pro rata payments so like obviously for the big players like even like maxwell who was on a massive contract like he's always on that much money it's He'd be fine, but it's players that this was their first like big, big conjo, like Kyle Jamison, like Jai Richardson, like Riley Meredith. That they're like, geez, these six weeks are going to set me up for life financially. Yeah, to all of a sudden have it ripped away like that. It's like, well,
0: like uh, wait, and a writer, mean, as in they
1: get paid basically like per game, or like yeah, for so, the, 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 so say for Maxwell, and this these figures aren't correct, but just for the sake of argument, say Maxwell was on. Two and a half million, yeah. Um, for ten games, sure. He only like if he plays five games, he gets one point two five million. One, one game, game. two hundred fifty, or yeah, yeah. two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. So, however many games they played, five or six, I think, like that is the maximum. Yeah, yeah. So, sure. like, especially, especially because IPL is so limited to like you can only have four internationals. Yeah, right. Um, So a bunch of even the good players don't play. Like David Warner was the captain and he not only got sacked as captain, but he got dropped. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And hadn't been playing that badly. Yeah. Like he'd made a 50 and was scoring well, but the coaching staff just said, no, well, we've got Kane Williamson here who is an international captain. And we just feel that our combination would be better So playing an all-rounder instead of another batsman. And we feel out of Bearstow, Warner and Williamson that we want to drop Warner. I mean to each their own. I mean I can understand that because Williamson is in the in top, top couple of batsmen in the, the world. Bairstow was in really good form, but Warner was in good form too, so Are oh, you you'd want that, you know,
0: lefty combination, wouldn't you? Warner's probably one of the best that. left-handed batsmen in the world.
1: Oh, there's a lot of very, very good left-handed batsmen in the world. Having said that, it's probably I'd be interested, in, especially in recent times. It's probably the first time in a long time that the top four test-rated batsmen in the world have been right-handers. And actually, Marnus is probably five, so it's probably the top five. Who am I missing? Root.
0: Williamson. Oh, Root. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There he goes, all right. Yeah, right-handed.
1: Best left-handed batsman in the world is probably... Stokes. Maybe. Cameron, Gre- right-handed? Was. <laughs> Cameron Green's. Cameron right handed. Ah. And he's also not <laughs> in that What?
0: Not yeah. oh, Cameron Green. Or our left hand
1: Well, Warner. Depends who who's in it. Kawaja's left-handed, Marcus Harris is left-handed, Sean Marsh is left-handed. Oh mate, Sean Marsh. Every day of the week. Sorry. Put him back in the
0: test team. Go on.
1: Um Go on, player, player rankings. Test.
0: So I'm just trying to think who the Indian left-handers are. Cause Gil's right-handed, Sharma's right-handed, Kohli's right-handed, Pujara and Rahane are right-handed. They are. Sundar's also
1: right-handed. Who do they have no, left handed? This is interesting. Mm. Oh, can I get back to it? Um I see oh, I probably shouldn't know this because I've got more idea. <laughs> of it. Cricket. Um but cricket I looked at it now I'll I'll get you to list the batsmen and you I'll list the bowlers if you want to get it up. Um what am I looking up? well don't do it yet because they're on the same page but the top 10 test ranked batsmen sure not in order just fire them at me
0: right so top 10 okay so Root 4 Smith 2 Coley 5 Williamson 1 so I'm missing three. Minus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is he three? He's three. Uh, Rohit Sharma. He's eight. Uh, Diplassus, is he going? Nope. He's retired. He's retired. Who am I thinking from fucking... set? Is there anyone from South Africa?
1: Nope. They're barely a country anymore because they're. That's an interesting cricket topic, actually. The South African government has just taken over control of the South African cricket board, which is actually against ICC rules. Jesus. So South Africa could theoretically be expelled again from international cricket. Good God. Um, Guptal? Nope. No, Guptal. Um, all right, so I'll give you a hint. You've got four <laughs> left. There's an Indian, a New Zealander, a Pakistani, and an Aussie.
0: Aussie, oh, probably Warner. Yes, he's at number nine. Uh, we'll just say Pakistani. So you need six, seven, and ten. Is there an Azam going around? <laughs> Barbara, Barbara Azam is going around. New Zealander. Ah, oh, no, it's not Devin Conway, is it? You won't get it. Um,
1: you should get number six, though, who is also the top ranked left hander.
0: Indian, Indian. Um, oh,
1: Rishabh Pant is left handed. Rishabh Pant is left handed and ranked number six in the world in test cricket. Really surprises I, me.
0: He does hit the ball. Um, and the New Zealander, what I, I was about to say, Southie, but he's a fucking bowler. Um,
1: H- Henry Nichols.
0: Ah, uh, yes, Henry Nichols. I'm well versed in Henry's Nich- Henry Nichols.
1: Yeah. All right. You look up ICC but- Test bowling rankings, and I'll see how much of the top ten I can get. All right. Here we go. Um.
0: <laughs> all right. Top ten. Go on. One Hazelwood five Lion Not top ten. Not top ten.
1: Although where is he Stark probably won't be?
0: Stark is number ten.
1: Stark is ten, Okay. okay. Um Broad Seven.
0: Anderson number four. Archer? No. Archer is oh Jesus. Not on this list.
1: Oh, he's been injured for a while. I think. Wait. Um, actually, Stokes.
0: Not top ten. Not top ten. Oh, surprises me.
1: Um so I've got five. All right. Uh, uh Yep, six.
0: Bold? No, Bolt. You've got... Hold on. You've got a New Zealander. You've got a West Indian and a South African.
1: At all? Don't
0: I only have six? Oh, and an Indian. Oh, Boomer? Nope. He's 11. Shammy? The other really, really, really good Indian bowler. Ravi oh, Ashwin. Yeah. Ravi
1: Ashwin, number two. Um say New Zealand, but not Zealand. Lockie Ferguson.
0: Nope, number three. Jameson? Nope. No, it's not Jameson. I love Jameson. It's not Jameson.
1: Who's their other good poor? Um all right, go for oh, it. I mean, no Wa- Wagner, Wagner.
0: Wagner. Neil Wagner, number three.
1: Yep, yep. Uh Jason Holder. At number
0: eight and number nine, a South African. Ngeidi. Nope. Uh, Rabada. Kagiso Rabada. And that's your top ten. Um, Bumra at eleven. Bolt at thirteen. Um, who's at twelve? Kamar Roach. Kamar Roach. Yeah. Uh, um, Tart- did you
1: say Neil Wagner's at
0: three? Neil Wagner is at three.
1: That's absurd.
0: At number thirty-four, a podcast favorite, Rashid Khan doesn't play enough Tests
1: because he's good enough. Uh, Ah, there, here we go. Jofra Archer at forty-three. Yeah, he hasn't played a lot of cricket. Is Stokes in there somewhere? Uh, Stokes at thirty-one. Thirty-one. There you go. And in the batting, he's at. He's 13 in the batting. There you go. So he's a bit yeah, awesome. right.
0: about Oh, number 61, an obvious podcast favorite. Sikanda Raza from Zimbabwe. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Six Mitchell years. Marsh at <laughs> 65.
1: 65. <Ridiculous. laughs> um, anyway, I think that's all I had on the IPL.
0: I was like, any more cricket? We may as well just wrap up all the cricket right here.
1: No, I don't think there's a lot else happening cricket-wise, sadly.
0: That's all right. I'm excited for cricket season. I do miss the cricket
1: season. Except for the fact Travis Head, who this time last year was the Australian vice-captain, went camping in the bush with his family with no reception, and when he came back into reception, he found out that he had been cut from the contract group. Not only is he not, no longer the vice captain he didn't get a contract. For the Australian team the Australian team. I'm surprised he didn't get kidnapped. All right Lynn Sydney
0: <laughs> All right. Um, I think I've got two last call things. Um, NFL the NFL draft happened, but most importantly, and I texted you, Aaron hey, Rodgers right. once out of Green Bay any any thoughts or concerns?
1: I'll defer to your judgment.
0: All right. So ba- basically Aaron Rodgers, um, two years ago, um, he was 35, I think. And the Green Bay Packers were like, okay, we're going to draft his replacement. They drafted a quarterback in the first round, Jordan Love at number 24. And then Aaron Rodgers went on to have one of his greatest seasons ever and won the MVP. And after the winning the MVP in a complete power move, He's gone, I want to get out of here because the GM is basically a shit cunt. Um, so,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much all. In fairness, if I lived in Green Bay. Mm. Oh, I would I,
0: absolutely um, want to get out. And it's zero degrees at any given time.
1: I've never been there. To the land of the cheese. <laughs> cheese land. Um, but yes, from everything I hear and see about Wisconsin, I'm all right. Yeah,
0: no, it's good. Um, and in other NFL news, Tim Tebow is back.
1: I saw that in a different position, isn't he?
0: So Tim Tebow was drafted at number like 12 as a quarterback to the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And it was one of the most average quarterbacks outside of one season. And he's coming back to play as tight end for the jacksonville jaguars but colin kaepernick can't get a fucking contract it was one of the best quarterbacks of like a two-year period the nfl is racist <laughs> there i said it
1: we've already been <laughs> down true crime this podcast let's not venture into racism and yeah. let's things. venture
0: into african-american politics shall we as two
1: australian men <laughs> Uh, Prediction predictions for Tim Tebow as a tight end.
0: He gets cut before the season starts. Really? Yeah, he's not making the team. He no, was he drafted as a quarterback. Just imagine if, like, uh, Kate. All right, Cade Simpson retired from the AFL, right? And he's a chance to come back in the mid-season draft.
1: He's not a chance. But go on. He, on, he get said he
0: might. Because he said he'd like to, but he won't. He said he'd like to. Kate Simpson comes back and he's like, okay, cool. I want to play full back. He, if he makes the team, he gets cut instantly. Even if Tim Tebow came back as a quarterback, I'd think he'd get cut before the season started, let alone at a completely different position.
1: Is the, the is the, distinguishing factor between those two um, similes that Tim Tebow, like I don't know enough about NFL admittedly, but Tim Te- or Tim Tebow actually is the, the more permanent problem. But is Tim Tebow not physically suited to being a tight end? I mean,
0: he's tall
1: and he's big,
0: but like in terms so
1: of the more, the more, the, the better analogy be, would, would be like somebody that was a, a big, tall, full forward but couldn't ruck and was drafted yeah. as a full forward and didn't make it as a full forward and yeah. went away and re-honed his skills and came back as a ruck. It's like if Mitch Thorpe came back right now and said he wanted to play ruck. Yeah, but... Again, I haven't followed the story close enough, but is he just declared that he wants to play tight end, or has he gone away and practiced and honed his skills to be a tight end? He's been playing. He's been in the commentary box for the past
0: three years.
1: Well, I mean, he might have been six six and a half other days a week.
0: Yeah, that's true. But also, like, there are elite tight ends who train their entire life to be a tight end just to get done by this fucking Jesus preacher. (laughs) <laughs> who commentates on the weekends and hasn't played he hasn't played football in three thousand days he got cut yeah, in like I mean, 2016
1: yeah right. it's gonna make it tough i agree I, yep um and you're probably right and it's probably another area where the american system shines through it being ridiculous compared to the australian system in terms of no amateur or lower levels of because, like, oh, if it was an Australian thing, he could go and play reasonably high-level amateur football no and his skills. Yeah, he'd be playing in... Oh, no,
0: what do they have? They have, like, the XFL, which is just, like,
1: you know. <laughs> that went bankrupt straight away and then got bought by The Rock.
0: Oh, what is it? Uh, it's like the Arena League. You'd be playing indoors, yeah, like the yeah, turf league. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's my diatribe about the NFL. Sorry, Tin Tebow just frustrates me. <laughs> All
1: right. I My next two topics don't have much meat on them. That's so fun. And aren't really sport.
0: To be honest, this podcast doesn't have much meat on it. So that's true.
1: Next topic I'd like to bring up is more an administrative topic for the podcast. Mm. Our old mate, Coop. Danny Coop? that is them name? No, 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 what? Uh, them?
0: yeah, no, Cooper. A fucking yeah, Cooper. trades and rumors. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: The latest AFL celebrity since being interviewed by the big dog Tommy Morris, thirty-two. Tom Morris. I thought it was Tom Brown. Oh no, mate! Tom Brown, Tom Brown, Tom Brown is not getting out of bed for Cooper. I was
0: going to say Tom Brown is a
1: real journalist. <laughs> so is Tom Morris. He's just yeah, not on no, in no, Channel no, Seven, no. and Triple M. Do we get him on the pod? Do we try and get on his page? Do we look for sponsorships? What's the plan of attack with Coop?
0: Mate, uh, genuinely, depending on how much I get paid next week, I might pay for a cameo just to get on this podcast. (laughs) You reckon if I just message a page and be like, hey, we've got a podcast that's raked in almost 200 listens in the first 25 episodes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) averaging eight eight listens a week. Oh uh, that's almost that's almost two and a half an episode.
0: Yeah. And 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 what's more impressive about that is we've got many uh a a few a few ducks, a few eggs.
1: We got a few zeros in the mix. Look, honestly, the appeal might be the international reach. We have listeners in Mexico, Argentina, Italy. We got Philippines.
0: Philippines. Yeah, we got the Philippines. We got France. We got India.
1: The promise of exposure into those channels could be enough to.
0: I think it'll get him over the top. I'm gonna reach
1: out. Having seen that interview, I love it. I
0: seen that interview. I got about five minutes in and got very uncomfortable and turned it off.
1: Be nice. We're trying to get him on the move.
0: Oh, good God. All right. What's your other point? I've had enough about
1: <laughs> Oh, it gets it gets even less to do with sport. Um, have you happened to see today on any social media any footage of the interview that Matt Damon gave to NBC today?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He basically Coming at you, coming at
1: you live from a Rockhampton TAB.
0: Mate, he was live from the pokies. He's live from the local pub. He's one of us now. Mate, they're all coming here. That is king. Oh, oh mate, Zac Efron's down here.
1: Yeah, and broke up with his missus, but he's <laughs> staying.
0: Who's this missus? So
1: that's the reason he moved here in the first place is because he was he was in Byron Bay and he met a waitress and he started dating the waitress. Mm. And they dated for like t- 10 months, but then have just recently broken up. but He's staying apparently, loves it here.
0: Vanessa Valad. Why have I never heard of this person? Vanessa, her a- only claim to
1: fame is dating Zach Efron. She's I mean, literally Vanessa Hudgens from High School Music. She is very attractive, but you know, it is Zach Efron. So, oh, you reckon? I mean, speaking of cold cl- cold calls, mm. that may be your worst call of the night that, yeah, the girl Zac Efron was dating was attractive. Yeah, I mean. Because who who a very could mild, have seen that
0: Mild salsa, <laughs> if you will.
1: Um, I will not.
0: And he won't. It was
1: uh, essentially I mean, yogurt, not even salsa.
0: Sour cream, if you will.
1: I will not. That's too sour for that take. all right um is is that your
0: last last call
1: it it feels wrong to end on that but
0: yes all right i have one more thing um all right you choose do you want soccer or basketball basketball all right and it's not important but the uh my team the oklahoma city thunder were seventeen and twenty at one point of the season, and are now twenty one and forty eight with a twenty two game win streak in the middle. We suck absolute horseshit right now. We are picking people off the street to play. Sorry, say it. Say it again. So we were seventeen and twenty. Yeah, right? yes. we almost had a five hundred record. Yes, and we are now. 21 and 48. We yes. have won four out of 32 games.
1: What was the streak?
0: 22 game losing streak in a row. Okay.
1: You, you said 22 game win streak. Oh, absolutely not. Because I was trying to calculate. I was like, is that possible? Then I realized you said we're 21 and 48. 22 game. No. Um, uh, 22 game lose streak. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, yeah. yeah, that's not ideal. We
0: are brutal. Um, I don't know. Under the days of Kevin Durant, correct. Go on, name another one. Um, Zeus. No, but Clue he just picked up the all-time triple-double record. Looks like a has passed away.
1: Um, the answer is on Aaron Rodriguez.
0: That was a mix between. <laughs> that was a mix between Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Hernandez, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The answer we we're looking. Wait, to- wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. And Alex Rodriguez.
0: And Alex Rodriguez, the new owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. The answer is Russell Westbrook.
1: Of course, Westy.
0: Um, yeah, who did pass Oscar Robertson for the most triple doubles of all time? So It's a hard record.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, and that is all I have. Um, Soccer is unimportant at the moment because I've just watched the Perth glory and I feel upset.
1: Yeah, Glory is a real overstatement in the current uh, times.
0: And to say that the Western are united is uh, an overstatement at least.
1: In fairness, they're all united in being shit.
0: That's true. Mate, this, and I said it off air, but I will say it on air. The the a league is the worst i'm going to say just to quantify it professional league in the world you heard it here first any call before we uh before we wrap this up
1: no i think that's it for me we've said it all you've heard it
0: all thank you so much for listening to the last podcast <laughs> This has been Jamal Ash. Any last words? Like your pants around your defeat? Etch it on my tombstone. We'll catch you next week.